You're listening to Profit Without Worry, episode number 107. Today, we're going to dive into the do's and don'ts of a mini offer launch. Now, we've talked about mini offers before, but today we're going to talk about how to get it out there. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Well, hello, welcome back and thanks for tuning in. Are you ready for another great week? I know I am. So I've got a question for you. Have you downloaded your free guide to Profit Without Worry? It's so easy to do. Just go to ProfitWithoutWorry.com forward slash free and you can download the guide to get on your path to Profit Without Worry. And I would love to connect with you. It's super easy to do. You can email me, Michelle at MichelleLEvans.com or hit me up on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Tag me and use the hashtag Profit Without Worry so that I see your message. Ask a question, leave a comment, or just say hi. I love to put a face with your name and know who is tuning in each and every week. All right, let's dive into today's show. So just a quick background. If you're newer to the show or if you don't remember when I was talking about mini offers a while back. In fact, I'll link to the old show, but I wanted to revisit visit mini offers today because You know, a lot of times when we are in our business, we need to give ourselves permission to change, to grow, to explore new things, and to keep moving forward so that we can best serve our audience and grow our business, right? And that's where the magic of a mini offer comes in. Now, this is M-I-N-I, like little baby offer, not M-A-N-Y, like oodles and oodles of offers, right? So a mini offer is an offer where you say, let's say that you want to have a coaching program. And as part of your coaching program, you have, I don't know, one-on-one calls, Voxer access, email access. You take them through um, some formula or some approach that you have created. Um, And at the end, they come out with whatever it is you sell, a weight loss plan, Uh, a social media plan, um, a new approach to um, work-life balance, you know, whatever it is that you sell. And you want to really figure out what aspects of those offers, what aspect of that offer is most exciting. So you break it down into these little baby offers. So let's say that you, you know, as part of your coaching program, let's just, for example, say it's a three-month program. So they get 12 calls as part of this program. So you want to see, all right, how excited are people to have a one-on-one call that's really focused on one specific thing? So you can offer an hour-long call. Or let's say that, um, you know, you'll audit something. So if you're a career coach, for example, let's say that you'll do an audit of their LinkedIn profile as part of your coaching program. And, um, and so you offer just that audit. You do like a video audit of their Facebook or their Facebook, their LinkedIn profile. 
and maybe like the top three things that you recommend that they change in order to be more attractive to recruiters. Or let's say that, um, you know, they can, they can get unlimited Voxer access to you to um, ask questions. So maybe um, one of your offers to your audience is, you know, get two weeks of unlimited Voxer access to me where you can ask me whatever you're working on and I'll give you feedback within, you know, one business day. You know, so basically it's just taking your big offer, your big coaching package offer and breaking it into these little small bits. Now, why would you want to do that? I mean, why not just go out and offer it? Well, what I have found is that if you don't have good testimonials for the program that you're trying to offer, it can be really tough to sell it. And if you're not 100% sure why people would buy this, I mean, obviously you're really good at what you do, um, and you know that this program has merits and that you can really help people, but you're not exactly sure why people would buy, what questions they would have, what else they would need. Um, so you have the basic program outlined, but you don't have like the deep insights about who would buy this, why they buy it, what they get from it, what they find valuable, all that stuff. So if you're trying to charge, let's just say, you know, $3,000, $4,000 for that program, that might be a little bit harder of a sell, depending on you know, your audience and how well they know you. But if you don't have any testimonials or anything, it might be a pretty hard sell. But let's say that somebody buys, you know, a, a LinkedIn profile review from you and it's a video review and each review takes you, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes to do. You send them a recording on Loom and then they can, you know, email back and, and ask you questions or you jump on a half hour phone call. So let's say in all that this offer takes an hour to maybe an hour and a half for you to deliver everything. Well, if you were to sell that for $97 and then when you get on the phone call, let's say you give them 30 minutes to ask you questions about the video review, but then you ask them, hey, could we also do 30 minutes where I can ask you some questions? Because this is where you can get those audience insights, the audience insights that help you know, okay, this is exactly what people are loving about this offer. This is what's valuable. This person could be a great testimonial for this aspect of the offer. Like there's so much goodness that can come from this. But most of all, it gives you confidence that people find this valuable and it gives you the words about what they find valuable about it. So you're not guessing, you're not like creating some fake customer avatar, you're able to say, okay, instead of this pretend customer avatar that I might have to create, I can think about Molly that I got on the phone with. Molly loved my LinkedIn profile review. By the way, this is totally made up. I'm just pretending you're a career coach. Um, Molly loved my LinkedIn profile review. What she found most valuable was how I walked through it from a potential recruiter's perspective and what questions I had, what I, what was missing and all, you know, like that just gives you that deeper insight so that it's not just about the LinkedIn profile review. It's about the transformation that happens on the buyer's side when they buy that. And boy, can that be powerful for you and your business. 
I mean, the confidence that comes from it, the clarity on why they buy and, and who buys, um, how valuable it is, what they, what um, dollar amount they would give that in terms of what it's meant to them, all that stuff. It's incredible. And it also, of course, gives you testimonials for those pieces. So let's talk about the four do's and don'ts of a mini offer launch. And I put launch in quote marks because I don't want you to think about this like some crazy launch. In fact, number one is do not make your mini offer or your launch complicated. Keep it simple and focused. So again, if you think about a big offer that you have, so it could be a course, it could be a mastermind, it could be a one-on-one program, it can be consulting, it could be anything that you do. But as part of that bigger offer, there's probably multiple components. So take one or two or three of those little components and make them into little tiny offers that are easy for people to say yes to. Keep it simple and focused. So in my example, pretending that you're a career coach, for example, you know, as if part of your bigger coaching offer your $4,000 offer, if part of that offer is that you will go do um, a LinkedIn profile audit, well, just take that piece and make that into a mini offer. Keep it simple, keep it focused, keep it really clear as to what they'll get when they purchase it from you. And also keep it inexpensive. Your goal here is to get buyers so that you can get insight. It's not necessarily to make a ton of money. Number two, which goes along with that, don't spend a ton to create it. I hate it when I see people who are testing offers, because that's basically what this is, is doing a proof of concept, testing little bits and pieces of your offer to see what's really um, exciting and interesting to people. But then they spend so much to create it that they have to charge a lot. So don't do that. Do the least amount possible to get this out. And yes, I have done mini offer quote unquote launches with one to three emails and a PayPal link or a Stripe link. You don't have to make it crazy complicated. I've done it where I have basically a Google Doc or I did a Google Doc and then saved it as a PDF of here's what you'll get from this mini offer so that people get their questions answered. Or I just have um, an email template that I send out to people when they ask, you know, what do I get with this? Do the least amount possible. What you're doing is just trying to see, are people even interested in this? And number three, don't worry if no one wants this at first. I have people who um, test out mini offers and... You know, they're, they're testing out based on their gut feel that this is really exciting to people, but nobody wants it. And then they come back to me and they're like, oh, I've totally failed. I'm like, no, 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 no. You are right on track because guess what? When you test things, they don't always work. They don't. So you really have to have the mindset of test, test, and test some more. And what are you testing? You're testing what the mini offer is. You're testing who the audience is that you're putting that mini offer in front of. You're testing the price. You're testing the promise. You're testing your message. Like there's a lot of things that you need to test there. And so 
You know, if you put one out there and it doesn't work, awesome. You just saved yourself time, money, and effort trying to put together a big launch of something that people weren't interested in. So then you have to say, okay, is it the offer? Is it the price? Is it the message? Is it the audience? Like, what is it that missed there? So if you have a miss, celebrate it. You've just saved yourself time and effort, and now you can just pivot and have a new test. Does that make sense? I, um, this is a really hard thing for people, and it was a really hard thing for me too. So I'm speaking from experience. Like I'm, I've been in this bucket too. But what I found is that when I switched my mindset to say, all right, I'm just doing tests. Not everything's going to work, and that's okay. When I made that mindset shift, so much happened in terms of helping me just hone in on who my audience is, what my message is, what they find valuable about what I offer, all of it. So don't worry if no one wants it at first. Just test, test, and test some more. Be like a little scientist and just get to the bottom of what's going to sell your bigger offer. All right, and then number four, don't wait. Don't wait. I would bet if we went through your business right now, if you have an offer that's not selling, or maybe that's not selling as easily as you want, or an offer that's not selling as often as you want, I'm betting that we could break that offer down into at least three pieces, maybe five or seven, and you could quickly do a mini offer on one of those little pieces. Quickly, like in the next two, three weeks, It doesn't have to be hard. I mean, honestly, sit down, write a couple emails, get a PayPal link or a Stripe link, and maybe a little FAQ. You don't have to make it hard. But if you have an offer that's not selling as well as you would like, I'm gonna beg you, I'm gonna plead with you. Do yourself the favor. Don't wait. Do a mini offer. Get those insights. All right, and here's the last thing. After you do a mini offer, one of the best things you can do for yourself is to back it up a step and to say, all right, why did this person buy? What else are they looking to buy? What was the problem they were looking to solve for this? And why was this interesting to them? If you can, if you can get them to answer those questions for you, you will have so much more clarity, so much more insight and such better marketing for your bigger offer than you ever could do if you hired the best copywriters out there. In fact, the best copywriters out there, they want this kind of insight. They want this juicy, amazing customer insight because that's how the best copywriters out there come out up with their amazing copywriting. They are, they're not like magically creating this stuff out of thin air. They're taking all of these inputs from all of these tests that are running and they're saying, all right, here's what I see and let's put this back out there and let's use their words. So there you have it. Let me just recap real quick. Number one, don't make it complicated. Do keep it simple and focused, my friend. You already have what you need to make it simple and focused. So just break apart what you already have and run a mini offer. Number two, don't spend a ton to create it. Do the least amount possible to get this out. I don't want to see logos. I don't want to see fancy landing pages. I don't want to see any of that stuff. 
I want to see you just getting this out in front of audiences. That might look like a Facebook or Instagram live. It might look like a couple social media posts. It might look like, you know, a couple emails. It doesn't have to be big. It just has to be out there and simple and focused on a problem. Number three, don't worry if no one wants it at first. Just test, test, test some more. Just think about putting on your little scientist hat and coat, rolling up your sleeves and running some tests. And finally, number four, don't wait. Please do yourself a favor and do a mini offer in the next couple weeks. All right. I'd love to hear how this goes for you. What do you think of mini offers? How do you think they could work for your business? How do you think they could give you insight? Have you run one? If so, send me a shout out, send me an example, send me a screenshot. I'd love to celebrate with you. And that's, that's true. Like I, I love to hear from you about, you know, what you're doing with these, um, podcasts and how they're impacting your business. Hit me up on social media or email me, michelle at michellelevans.com. And as you are listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating profit without worry in their own business? If you can think of someone who could use this, would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening on. They have a little share button there. Or just share the URL for today's show, which is profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash one zero seven. And your friend can listen right there on any device. And don't forget to download your freebie, Five Steps to Profit Without Worry. You can get that at today's show notes or profitwithoutworry.com forward slash free so that you can see what it takes to create a movement with your marketing. All right, I hope you have an amazing week and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.